Hey, and welcome to Let's Talk CPF, a podcast where we bring conversations on CPF to your ears. Brought to you by the CPF Board, this podcast will answer common questions, offer tips, and feature interviews with industry experts on CPF and financial planning. Thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. Singapore has one of the highest life expectancies in the world. At 65, the Singaporean female is expected to live for another 23 years, while for a male, about another 19 years. So this means that, you know, for Singaporeans, we will need to plan for about 20 years of living after retirement. While you ensure that you have enough for your nest egg, there is also another aspect of retirement that is just as, and if not more, important. And that's healthcare financing. I'm Faith, and you're listening to another episode of Let's Talk CPF. In today's episode, I have Wendy from CPF Board's Healthcare Insurance Department, and we'll be talking about how your CPF plays a role in financing your healthcare needs. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Faith. Thanks for having me here today. We'll be covering some of the common questions that you may have, such as, what can MediSafe be used for? What is the difference between Integrated Shield Plan and MediShield Life? And what is Cashew Life? As we know, our CPF monies can be used for our healthcare needs, where a portion of our monthly income goes into our CPF, which consists of the ordinary, special and MediSafe accounts. So, our MediSafe accounts can be used for our personal medical expenses as well as our family members. And Wendy, you are the go-to person here at CPF Board for all things healthcare financing. Can you give us some example of what MediSafe can be used for? You may use your MediSafe for hospitalization expenses, expensive recurring outpatient treatments like dialysis, and the treatment of chronic diseases like diabetes. Not a lot of people know this, but you can also use your MediSafe to pay for outpatient treatments for mental health conditions such as major depression. Okay, so it looks like you know our MediSafe can be used for a variety of inpatient and outpatient treatments. So when you say it covers our medical bills, right, uh, does it mean it covers the whole bill? It won't be able to cover the whole bill as MediSafe withdrawal is subjected to a withdrawal limit. This is to ensure that while the cost of the ongoing treatment remains affordable, you will still have sufficient savings for future medical needs. It's also useful to keep in mind that MediSafe is not the only healthcare financing scheme available. For example, for protection against large hospital bills, we have our National Healthcare Insurance Scheme, MediShield Life. While for protection against long-term care costs, we have CashShield Life. And you can also use your MediSafe to pay for MediShield Life and CashShield Life's premiums. Okay, so you've mentioned that MediSafe can be used to pay for MediShield Life premiums. Can you share more about what MediShield Life is and is it something that I have to sign up for? All residents are automatically enrolled in MediShield Life, so you don't have to sign up for it. It is a healthcare insurance scheme that protects Singaporeans and permanent residents against large hospital bills and selected outpatient treatment costs. This means that you can use less MediSafe or cash, especially for B2 or C wards in public hospitals. And the best thing is that you are protected for life, regardless of age or health condition. So what if I prefer to stay in a private hospital for treatment? What will this mean for me? You will still get the same level of benefits, but as bills from private hospitals are more expensive, claims will be prorated under MediShield Life as it's designed to only cover B2 or C wards in public hospitals. So if you're admitted and you prefer to stay in a private hospital to receive treatment, 
you can purchase an integrated shield plan as an add-on to MediShield Life. Okay, so I'm hearing uh, MediShield Life and integrated shield plan. But what is the difference, you know? How is integrated shield plan different from MediShield Life? Let me give you an example. Imagine you have two Lego bricks stacking on top of each other. The base or the bottom brick would be the MediShield Life component, which is administered by CPF Ford. The top brick is the additional private insurance component, which is provided by a private insurer. So think of MediShield Life as the foundation that covers subsidized treatments in Class B2 or C wards in public hospitals, while the integrated shield plan may provide additional coverage to cover the cost of stays in private hospitals or Class A or B1 wards in public hospitals. So if you are thinking of getting an integrated shield plan, there are actually many different types of plans with different coverages and benefits by different private insurers. If you want to compare offerings and premiums across the different insurers and plans, you can visit Ministry of Health's website. Ah, okay, I got it. So an integrated shield plan is like an optional add-on for additional coverage. Can we also use our Medisafe to pay for this premium? Yes, you can. But unlike MediShield Life where it's fully paid by MediSafe, there's an additional withdrawal limit set that caps on how much MediSafe you can use to pay for the integrated shield plan premiums. I will use my sister as an example. She's turning 41 this year and her additional withdrawal limit is set at $600. If her integrated shield plan premiums cost more than $600, she will need to pay the extra above the $600 in cash. The amount that you can withdraw from MediSafe to pay for the premium is different for different age groups. To find out more about the limits, you can visit Ministry of Health's website. So I just did a quick search, you know, on the additional withdrawal limit that you mentioned. And just to ensure that I'm also on the same page, I'm under 40 years old this year and my premiums cost less than the additional withdrawal limit of $300 for my age range. Does this mean that it will be fully paid for by MediSafe? And how should I decide if I should get an integrated shield plan? Yes, that is right. There are two factors to consider if you're on the fence. First is your preference on the medical institution, ward and doctor. Imagine if you're hospitalized now, what ward do you prefer to stay in? Do you wish to choose your own doctor? In fact, two-thirds of Singapore residents choose to stay in B2 or C wards in public medical institutions, even for those who have bought an integrated shield plan. If you plan to stay in class B2 or C wards in public medical institutions and do not wish to choose your own doctor, then you would not need one. But if you prefer to choose your own doctor, stay in class B1 or A wards in a public medical institution or seek treatment at a private hospital, there are also options you can consider. In this case, you will need to be prepared to pay higher premiums for the additional coverage. And speaking of higher premiums, the second thing you will need to consider is your budget. Integrated Shield Plan premiums are higher than MediShield Life premiums and these premiums increase with age and medical inflation. This means that your premiums will be much higher in your retirement years. So, like you said, the premiums will be much higher when I get older. How will this affect me? When you are in your 70s, Integrated Shield Plan premiums can go up to 4 times of your MediShield Life premiums. Imagine you are turning 71 next year and you have stopped working. You will need to consider whether you can afford to pay the difference between your annual additional withdrawal limit of $900 and your integrated shield plan premiums in cash. So Wendy, I'm curious, 
Do you intend to get an integrated shield plan yourself? Personally, I'm okay to receive treatment and to stay in a class B2 or C ward in a public medical institution. So I don't intend to get one since MediShield Life provides sufficient coverage for me. As different people have different preferences, my advice to you will be to purchase a plan according to your budget, ward and doctor preferences. This way, you can avoid paying higher premiums for coverage you might not need or even utilize. Okay, that's actually really helpful. And I think I need to go back and review my healthcare plans to make sure that I have enough coverage for what I need and I'm not paying extra for what I don't need. So we've spoke about healthcare and hospitalization insurance, but there's also another type of insurance. And I remember receiving a letter telling me that I've been enrolled in CareShield Life. What's CareShield Life and how is it different from MediShield Life? Both of them are healthcare insurance plans, but they serve different purposes as they offer protection against different types of healthcare expenses. Unlike MediShield Life where it helps to pay for large hospital bills and selected outpatient treatments, CareShield Life provides financial support if you become severely disabled. In this situation, you will most likely need personal and medical care in the long term and monthly payouts by CareShield Life will help with this. Okay, so it sounds like CareShield Life is a very important insurance. Are we all covered under CareShield Life? If you are born in 1980 or later, you will be automatically covered when you turn 30. This is regardless of any pre-existing medical conditions or disability. If you were born before 1980 and have not been auto-enrolled into the scheme yet, you may apply to join CareShield Life. So hearing from what you said, does it mean that only for people born in 1979 or earlier, that they have an option of joining CareShield Life? Yes, that's right. What is the CareShield Life monthly payout? Assuming someone who is 67 years old and below becomes severely disabled this year, they will receive a monthly payout of $624. Monthly payouts will increase annually until you turn 67 or when a person becomes severely disabled and start claiming payouts from CareShield Life, whichever is earlier. These monthly payouts will continue for life as long as they remain severely disabled. How is someone considered severely disabled? There is a list of activities that most people should be able to accomplish in their daily lives. These six activities are washing, dressing, feeding, toileting, mobility, and transferring. However, if someone is unable to do at least three out of the six activities, they are then considered to be severely disabled. To find out more on the six activities of daily living, you may visit the CareShield Life website. I see. Okay, so if this person is assessed to be unable to do at least three out of six of these activities, they will be eligible to get CareShield Life monthly payouts. However, what if these monthly payouts aren't enough? Are there supplements for CareShield Life? Yes, there are. Private insurers also offer supplements that provide additional benefits above CareShield Life, such as higher monthly payouts. The approved insurers are Great Eastern, NTUC Income, and Sing Life. Okay, so it's good to know that there are options out there to supplement CareShield Life. How much is our CareShield Life and MediShield Life premiums? The premiums payable depends on your age, so let me try to get your age. Since you mentioned that you have just received a letter telling you that you are enrolled in CareShield Life, I'm assuming that you are 30 years old. So for your age, you will be expected to pay about $250 for your MediShield Life premiums and about $215 for your CareShield Life premiums before any applicable subsidies. These premiums can be fully paid from your Medisafe. 
but this amount is just an estimate. If you want to find out more about your premiums, you can log in to CPF Board's website using your SingPass. Alternatively, you can also refer to the notifications sent to you before your covers are due for renewal. Wendy, not bad lah. You guessed my age correctly. But what happens, you know, if you're unable to afford the premiums? Is there any support available? The government provides different types of subsidies for the premiums. Your family members can also help to pay for your premiums using their Medisafe. If you are still unable to afford the premiums after government subsidies and have limited family support, you will be invited to apply for additional premium support. So rest assured that you won't lose your coverages due to financial difficulties. Thanks Wendy for sharing more about the role CPF plays in healthcare financing. Today we have discussed several schemes and their differences such as Medisafe, MediShield Life and CareShield Life. For me, one of my biggest takeaways today is that I get peace of mind for my healthcare needs. Knowing that my CPF helps me to pay not only for my medical expenses but also my health insurance premiums. And it ensures that I have financial support if I become severely disabled and need personal or medical support. If you'd like to find out more about the different healthcare schemes, you can visit cpf.gov.sg. Okay, so we've come to the end of this episode and thanks for tuning in. I'm Faith and you're listening to Let's Talk CPF. Before you go, we would love to hear from you. Email us with your questions or comments at podcast at cpf.gov.sg so we can create better content for you. You can also leave us a review on the platform you're listening from to help others learn about our podcast. For the latest news, visit cpf.gov.sg podcast or follow our social media pages. Thank you once again. Until the next time, let's talk CPF.